This is the Tailored Transformations Podcast, where you will hear relatable transformation stories from our personal clients that will inspire you to create change in your own life. My name is Cody McBroom, and I am the founder and CEO of Tailored Coaching Method, a world-renowned online fitness and nutrition coaching company, and I am proud to introduce the host of our Transformation Podcast, Ariel DeAmper. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Taylor Transformation Podcast. I am so freaking excited today because we have one of our incredible TCM coaches on, Ashley. So I'm really excited for you guys to get to know a little bit more about her, her story, her coaching philosophy, and all of those kinds of things. So Ashley, why don't you go ahead and let everyone know a little bit about yourself, um, just kind of let us know who is Ashley, and then any, you can also share like just credentials, education you have within the realm of fitness and nutrition. Yeah. Hi, I am so excited to just chat a little bit and kind of share what got me into coaching in and of itself and how I got to know TCM. Um, starting off with just kind of the education that I do have to do the job that we do. Um, I do have PN1 for nutrition. I also have um, ACE certification for personal training, and I have my health mindset coaching certification through Casey Orvitas, who is a PhD. Um, I'm also currently working on CISSN as well as pre and postnatal with Girls Gone Strong. So I'm hoping to have both of those finished up in the next couple of months. Um, but honestly, most of the education that's really applicable that I have learned has been through working with clients one-on-one -on -one and really working through different situations with them. Um, so I love doing that. Um, otherwise, I am a full-time coach. I live in California. I moved across the country from Florida almost three years ago now. Um, we live on a little piece of a vineyard. I've got two dogs. Um, I have my boyfriend, Cody, who we've been together for 13 years, um, and we are just living life. We love to travel. We love to adventure outside. I am the gym person. Um, he is not, but we also love to do just like active stuff all the time. So if I'm not in the gym, my regular lifestyle is super active. We love to paddleboard or hike or go on bike rides, different things of that nature. So really just love staying active and being outside is a big, um, love of mine. Yes. Oh my goodness. That's so fun. That makes me want to move to like the West coast. I always say that like my family is here in the Midwest. So realistically, we're not moving. <laughs> um, I just love all that adventure aspect. And I have to touch on, I completely agree that one of the best teachers is hands-on working with clients, right? Because of course there's research and studies and evidence that will help guide our decision-making, but human behavior, you know, as you touched on, really plays into that and learning what does this look like in real life practice in 2023 in our world that we have today. So um, thank you for sharing all of that and just like a little bit more of a background on who you are. So let's rewind. When did you find TCM, Cody? Um, did you like inquire for coaching? And um, like, how did that process look? Yeah. So it was actually like, I ha can remember the very specific moment that I stumbled upon Cody himself. Um, and it was his very original podcast that he was doing like out of his kitchen. I forget what the name of it is. Um, but I was on a hike in North Carolina by myself. And I was like, 
really getting into health and fitness. I was like, I want to learn more. I want to listen to all of the podcasts. I want to get all of the free education that I can. And so I Googled health and fitness podcast and he happened to pop up and I listened to all of those. I, and then I moved over to when it was like, I think it was just boom, boom performance podcast started just diving into all of the content that he had, reading all of the blogs, following him on social media, then slowly following like everybody on the team. I sent him lots of DMs, lots of emails, lots of questions. I first signed up for just the training that he offered then, which was before it was even the app. It was in just True Coach that you could purchase. Um, and then slowly but surely was kept emailing him of like, I think I want to be a coach. I think I want to do this. Like, what's my best route? Like, how do I do what you do? How do I, how do I become this? Um, and he, his advice was obviously education, but also get coached yourself. And so I was like, okay, great. Sign me up. And so I got signed up with Hallie actually was my first coach that I ever had. Um, and through that journey just solidified even more that I was like, this is what I want to do because when I first started thinking about getting into coaching, I didn't really know what to expect. I was like, I have found so much power in this for myself and so much, like, I just feel so much better. I feel like I know who I actually am because of all of this. And like, I want to help other people do the same, but I didn't really know how to do that. Like, sure. I knew how to work macros and I knew how to diet and I was successful in losing weight and all of this stuff, but coaching is such a deeper level. And I didn't know that until I had that experience of my own from working with a coach on TCM of just like really digging into like, Hey, it's not just the macros that you do every day, but it's your mindset. It's how you feel on a day-to-day -day basis. It's how you conquer the struggles that you go through and overcome the barriers that you have and all of those different things and worked with Hallie for a year. Um, and then finally decided to scale back mainly to pursue coaching more. Um, but it was really through working with one-on-one -on, -one on somebody for the first time that I was like, this is what I want to do. Like, I want to have this impact on people's lives. I want to help people become the best version of themselves. Yeah. That's so powerful. It's, it's interesting because a lot of people have that question, right? They're like, mm -hmm. what, what is online coaching? Right. Yeah. I think the way you just shared and portrayed that is so powerful that it's a, a it's a deep connection and it's hard to explain until you experience it. And it's so cool to go through that process and build the connection with someone. Cause you really do build us like, you know, some of my girls are like my best friends and mm -hmm. we cultivated such a beautiful relationship of a course, like you said, like, of course the guidance and the game plan, but it's so much more than that. And, um, I love that you just embarked. Were you nervous or hesitant to like sign up at all? Or were you just like, I'm gonna do it. Um, not really. I didn't even necessarily like, I was like, oh, I'm, I guess I'll build muscle. Like that'll be my goal. But it was really like, I am doing this because I want to be a coach. And this is what this guy who I look up to says that I need to do. So like follow the path. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and one thing I want to touch on that Ashley shared with all of us, any TCM coach, Cody included, do not hesitate to send us a message to ask a question. Like Ashley was like, I was in his DMs. I was in his, like, I love it. I think people hesitate because they're like, oh my gosh, you're so busy. I don't want to bother you. No, like we genuinely to our core. And I can say this about every single freaking coach just love helping people. And we are so passionate about that. 
And so even if you're not ready for coaching, even if you don't know if it's going to work for you and you just have a question about anything nutrition related, um, no matter what it is, like, don't hesitate to send any of us a DM, a message, an email. I promise, promise you're not being annoying or bothersome. We love it. Um, so as you're going through your journey with Hallie and first time coaching, were there any like transformational moments for you that maybe shifted the way that you viewed nutrition, your body, your goals, um, or impacted your life? I would say, so the time that I was working with Hallie, I also feel like it's important to note that was when I first moved to California. So there was a lot of shift going on in my life, like moving across the country. It was also like COVID time and so much going on. Um, but also like from the time that I started working with Hallie before then I had gone through, I had lost, had like this 35 pound weight loss journey of my own been successful within that, but not necessarily in the healthiest way, um, especially in the mindset aspect. Like I knew how to manipulate macros. I knew how to make it work to make sure that I was in a deficit, but I was also manipulating my macros so that I was, you know, saving room for six to seven beers on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday and eating lettuce wraps and lunch meat and like not healthy, not feeling great, barely kind of checking the mark on that. So when I started working with Hallie, it was kind of the next level of my health and fitness journey. Like I had started, I had gotten this weight loss, but I feel like there is a difference in having successful weight loss and like truly creating a healthy, sustainable lifestyle for yourself. And that's really kind of where this relationship took me of like really paying attention to like, wait, I want to do this because I want to actually feel my best, not simply because I want to be a smaller version of myself. Like I'm done doing that. I've lost the weight, but like, I still don't have this body composition that I like. And I still feel like crap 90% of the time. Cause I'm filling my body with booze and crap food. So it really turned into like more of a, let's focus on whole foods. Let's focus on digestion. Let's make sure all of that is in a good place. And I think that it's very much, uh, you don't know that you feel so badly until you don't feel that way anymore, until you realize that there is another side that you can feel great and that you should have great digestion all of the time or the majority of the time, at least, and that you should have energy all day long and that you should sleep really well for the most part. Um, and that was not my life before. And that's also coming from somebody like I didn't play sports in school. I, there was not nutrition talk in my household. Like I maybe worked out for two weeks a year prior to like a spring break vacation. Like I walked the mile in PE. I failed the pull-up test. I barely passed like nine times out of 10, I would wear flip-flops so that I didn't have to dress for the gym, all of those different things. So it was finding a path that was like, oh, wait, people actually do this because they enjoy it. And like, that's an option. Like I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't know people went to the gym because they actually liked it. I assumed all of these people went to the gym, ate chicken and broccoli and like, were just miserable all the time for whatever reason. And I was like, that's not the life for me. But finding that like, it doesn't have to be that way. And of course it looks different for everybody. But for me, it was truly kind of like this light of like, hey, like build your lifestyle around it rather than trying to be so restrictive all of the time just to have, you know, these alcohol binges and other things later down the line and continue feeling like crap and not necessarily making any progress. And it was more of a shift towards a health focus of like, let me be the healthiest version of myself possible. And also 
I can thank Hallie for introducing me to stoicism. And that was something that was huge for me in terms of like, she recommended a couple of books to me by Ryan Holiday. And that was really big with helping me manage stress and anxiety, especially within the phase of my life that I was in during that time with COVID and moving across the country and having so much uncertainty around me. And that was so incredibly powerful for me. Mm, I love that. That's there's so so many nuggets. Two things specifically I want to touch on. So one is most of the time when we are pursuing a health and fitness journey or someone reads out for coaching, they're doing it because of a feeling they want, right? Like I want to feel, and this is where I think a big misconception is people think at X pounds, I will feel happy. Right. But the truth is it's not actually happiness that we are striving for this actually like found in different studies of psychology and such. It's that the true feeling we, we love to feel as humans is fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Right. And it makes sense like primitively speaking, because when we pursue challenge and we overcome that, we feel the sense of fulfillment and joy. And that's how we're designed. We're designed to strive and to thrive and to pursue. And this is why our world looks the way it does in 2023 right? Like we have these, you know, there's huge names, Jeff Bezos and all of these people. Like, it's not that they need more money. It's not that they like aren't or or not happy. Like, you know, we don't necessarily know what's going on in their mind, but it's the feeling of fulfillment and the pride that comes from that. And so being really aware of like, how is it that I want to feel and how can I show up in that? And there's so much pride that comes from making yourself proud, following through with your plan, picking foods that honor your body, love and respect, and like rooting your decisions in that is where like you're talking about like this sustainable change Mm -hmm. happens from. It's not found in any sort of like external source. And then the other thing I wanted to touch on, which is really cool because um, some of the client interviews that I've done already, they all touched on this, that it wasn't a, okay, I'm drinking and eating like crap. And all of a sudden I'm focusing on whole foods and digestion and like optimal health right? It's like, okay, I'm now I'm tracking. So at least I'm tracking my drinks. Right. And so it's like, and then I'm making some better decisions and now I'm leveling up and I'm incorporating whole food. Oh my gosh. I'm aware of my digestion. And one of them phrased it. Like I became the 2.0 version of myself, like incremental steps, as well as the other one was like, it made it that I didn't want to give up. And it made it more sustainable for me because it was like, Hey, what can we improve this week? What can we improve this week? And by doing this journey every single week that you check in with a coach, you are embodying more of that growth mindset. You're learning it's not a destination. You fall in love with the process. Wow, look, I wanted to implement this change. I did. It feels incredible. Now it's a habit. It's second nature for me. And that's so empowering to continue to level up in that manner. And it's it's just such a beautiful place. So that's so cool that you're, I think your journey on this is like, there's a lot of aspects that are definitely relatable to Mm -hmm. so many people, whether it was like, I know I was not the fitness, I was not the fitness person (laughs) beforehand and where you are now. So with that being said, what are some of your current goals? What are you working towards? Um, what, what does it look like for Ashley right now? So the entire team doesn't know this. So I'm going to drop a surprise here for you. Um, I'm actually pregnant. So I think I can swear. Shut the fuck up. Really? Oh my God, stop. I'm going to cry. Yep. I am pregnant due in November. So goals have shifted quite a bit for me. 
Um, so this is kind of me leveling up once again. This is all of the time and effort that I have spent doing what I've been doing and really becoming the healthiest version of myself, paying off for another person. Um, so now I was in a building phase for like eight months. Obviously we're not doing any that anymore. We are building a baby instead. So pause on the muscle. Um, so a lot of my training now is just focused on doing what I can. Um, I'm just towards the end of my first trimester. So the past couple of months have been rough and not ideal, but doing what I can in terms of getting in movement, because I know that it's important, but my goals right now are to just be as healthy as possible and to stay as active as possible through my pregnancy so that I can have the safest experience possible. Oh my God. I'm so fucking excited. Oh, I'm so excited. That's congratulations. We love Thank mamas you. around here. We love mamas. It's so exciting. And that's such a beautiful journey. Oh my goodness. I can't wait for you to, um, whenever you post and share, it is like, I know for me, like, I'm so grateful that I began my health and fitness journey prior to getting pregnant. Mm -hmm. I was in such a good place physically, mentally, emotionally. It was very much so about, um, you know, growing the healthiest little baby. I mean, now yeah. I'm a girl, Gabby, like in the, in the world and just honoring her and coming from such a place of love and respect. And I freaking loved being pregnant. I loved being pregnant. I will say I didn't need to, like, I didn't have a lot of like complications. It was mm -hmm. really seamless and healthy. I worked out up until the day I went into labor. I actually worked out the morning that we went in and I was able to resume relatively fast. And people always say to me like, oh my gosh, you bounced back so fast. And I attribute that to saying so active and consistent during my pregnancy. But the thing about it is it wasn't hard because it was already who I was. Like yeah. I had the identity of someone who cared for like, like everything you were saying, my digestion, my health, having whole foods. You know, I read all, all the baby books. I think I read like three books on baby brains and stuff. And I love working with women during pregnancy mm -hmm. to kind of like talk about that and just like talk about honoring and loving your body. So, oh my goodness, I'm so excited for you. Yeah. So now I have another extra motivation to just continue doing what I'm doing. Cause I know that it's best for both of us. Yes. Oh my goodness. I, It'll be a little boy. Oh, you already know the gender. Yeah. So Cause I did blood work. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited. So when's your due date? November, November 3rd. November 3rd. Oh my God. Oh girl, you can be like pregnant, pregnant for our retreat. Oh yeah. Cody was like, if you don't want to go, like I totally get it. I was like, and miss out on seeing the new warehouse. Absolutely not. I will be there. Absolutely. I will be there with my big old pregnant belly. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so excited for you. Oh, I can't wait. So um, with that being said, <laughs> whoa, whoa, bring your, the podcast gets the sneak preview. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, so with that, you've worked with um, a ton of different people and mm -hmm. different goals, different settings, you know, maybe some that are moms, maybe some that are not. And throughout that process, are there any client transformations that have really impacted you um, or stood out, whether they can be, they were just like memorable and encouraging to any of our listeners or one that really influenced and maybe changed the dynamic of your coaching? That's a good question. Um, I would say it's not like one specific client that necessarily stands out, but it's more of the types of transformations that I see within those clients. 
um, and kind of talking on like moms specifically, because a lot of people I do work with are moms. But I think that it's so cool when I am working with moms and I see how the habits and the changes that are healthier that they're making trickle down into their family. And they're like, like I had, I can remember one check-in and I don't know if she'll be comfortable with me saying her name, so I will keep it. Um, but she checked in and she was, they had like, um, she's got multiple kids and they had a long weekend away, full of travel, full of, you know, like doing what you can with food because only so much. I think it was like a cheer competition weekend or something like that. And she was like, and we got home and my daughter asked me to cook food because she said she hadn't had good, healthy food in all week. And she was like, this would have never been a thing before. And I'm like, that's so freaking cool because that's impacting now that person for their entire life because of something that we were doing together. And I have another client who actually sent me this really awesome transformation photo of her and her son because she's working with me now, but she's been binging the podcast and taking all of Cody's advice for like three years. And her and her son have had this amazing transformation and just like getting active and changing their foods and all of those different things. And now she like continues. She's like, you know, Cody's like this like superstar in our household. Like we talk about you guys over dinner and she's like now, you know, like just by association and me working with you, like you are too. And her check-in actually just this last week of really feeling like she's made the switch to like, this is a lifestyle because these changes that I've made when I don't implement them, I don't feel my best. And that's, what's important to me. And, you know, she's coming up on her 50th birthday. And when I first signed her on, she said that she wants her goal was to look like a badass. She was like, I can see it. I have tattoos and dreads and I'm going to have, you know, this, this muscular frame and I'm just going to be so healthy. And like, this is what I want for my life. And I was like, I am so excited to work with you. Like, yes, let's do it. Um, but it's really those changes when it's really impacting not only them, but really making a positive effect to their livelihood, as well as the clients who I get to watch just cultivate the self-belief that they never thought was possible. Like when somebody truly starts to believe in themselves of, I actually can make these changes and I am capable of this. Like weight loss is amazing to see. And yes, it helps with these things too. But like the internal changes, like that's the good shit. Like that's the stuff that's so powerful. And that is like so freaking cool to see happen with clients over time. And like, that's probably my favorite thing. Mm, I love that so much. Those are so good points. I think when it comes to kids too, like, I hope this is more encouragement. We've, uh, a couple of the interviews we've done have been with mamas and different things. And the way that it impacts your children, your household, like whatever you introduce them to, they're, they're going to just take mold to that. Like Gabby mm -hmm. loves all of her like fruits and vegetables. And when she wants a snack, generally that's what she asks for. And sometimes people are like, how do you get her to eat that? And it's like, it's, it's because it's what I'm eating. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like whether it's a, a yogurt bowl or she was just like, mommy, I want some like berries. And it's like, they just, they are little sponges. And so having that awareness and having those not, like you said, not only on the outside, but on the inside too, and yeah. our vocabulary and the way that we talk. Like, so for example, we have a cardio machine in our garage and Gabby was getting ready to go to school and she walked out and she's like, mommy, you making your heart strong. And I was like, oh, oh I love that. That's what I tell her. So when she sees, cause like she saw me doing cardio and she was like, what are you doing? And being very intentional with my vocabulary, I was like, mommy's exercising and she's making her heart strong. And so she sees it as something really cool and exciting and like 
we've brought her into like our local gym and she's mm-hmm. seen it. And she saw Dennis like, li- like bench pressing or something like that. And she's like, oh, my daddy's strong. And so just cultivating that relationship that like, like you said, it's, it's such a beautiful place of like empowerment and mm-hmm. growth. And it's so, it's so cool to do that because the internal change, it, that's, that's the most fulfilling thing that any of us can experience. So I really yeah, resonate with more so just seeing the shifting clients as a whole, um, because there's so many stories I'm sure that we could all pull out that we all like rant about while we're at our retreats and meetups and things. So when it comes to coaching, is, is there anything that you feel like, you know, really stands out about your coaching style? Like, would you, I don't know, how would you describe your coaching style or what qualities do you think that you have cultivated, right? Because I think this is a big thing. Like we cultivate mm-hmm. these qualities through your experiences that allow you to relate to clients on this level. Well, I think from the relatability aspect, like my personal journey is a huge one because I am so much your very average, very basic person who doesn't have the best genetics, who didn't have a super active childhood and all of these different things. Like but I made it happen. Right. And I like to share that part of my life and that part of my journey to show like other people, like, Hey, you can too. Like, I'm not perfect. Like I've had all of my own hurdles. I've had all of my own battles. Like I am, it's literally, I was on a family vacation just the other week and it was literally my boyfriend's mom and my mom talking. And they're like, could you ever imagine Ashley's life? Like it is now. And everybody at the table is like, absolutely not me either. Like, I am shocked that this is my life, but I freaking love every minute of it. But because my life has changed so drastically, I'm able to relate to clients on so many different levels because like I've been there and now moving into this other journey of my life, like it's another area that I'm going to be able to relate to. And I'm really excited to be able to do that with clients too. Um, But in just kind of like my coaching style, I would say it is deeper. I ask a lot of questions. Um, There's a lot of self-reflection within my coaching of just like, I try to put the ball in the client's court as often as possible, not to not do my job, but to empower the client to learn how to make their own decisions. Because at the end of the day, the goal isn't to get clients to stay with us forever. As much as we love all of you, we know that you don't want to be paying us for the next 50 years. So my goal is to really make sure that you have the empowerment to make these decisions on your own. And for me to show you how to do that and to give you that power back rather than just telling you like, oh, this is what you're struggling with. Well, let's do this. Like, I want to hear like, well, how do you think you can come? How do you think you can handle that? How do you think you can overcome it? Because at the end of the day, the client is the expert on their lives, not us. We have the education, we have the credentials, we have the experience to guide if you don't have any ideas, but you know what works best for you or you know what you've tried already. So rather than me just throwing a bunch of ideas at you, like let's have a conversation about it. Let's really talk back and forth and collaborate so that we're doing this together rather than just me speaking at you. It's really a back and forth. And I think that a lot of people don't understand that about coaching until you've gone through it is that it is a two-way street. And it's very much a, you get what you put into it too. Like it, there needs to be the communication. There needs to be a little bit of back and forth so that, you know, you are building that autonomy and that empowerment to eventually make these decisions on your own, as well as making sure that it fits your lifestyle. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, those are such amazing points. And like you touched on, it's, there's a big difference between empathy and sympathy. Mm -hmm. And then when you have someone who's like, no, I I've like walked it. Like, I know what this is like. The relatability there is so empowering. And I love when people sign up for coaching, they're like, like maybe they're a little hesitant and they're like, well, I have this vacation and this birthday and the Christmas. I was like, bro, the messier your life is, the more you're going to get out of coaching. Right. 100%. I think a lot of people, like you said, they don't necessarily understand. And it's almost, we have this notion from like diet culture, like, oh, I'm signing up for this 12 week program. And I want to make sure that things are optimal. So I can get the most out of the program. And you're like, it's not a program. It's one-on-one mm -hmm. -on -one coaching, which takes that back and forth communication and us learning how to navigate your life. Like, I don't know how people do this in a capacity that's not one-on-one -on -one because everyone is so nuanced in their background, their history, their goals, their desires, their dynamics, their family. And so being able to tailor it to whatever it is that they need and understanding that dynamic process is what cultivates the lifelong change that people are genuinely seeking for. Mm -hmm. Something else I thought of that you mentioned earlier, especially when it comes to that empathy point is you said uh, your boyfriend is not as into the gym. Like he likes being active, but maybe he's not as much into like fitness. How have you navigated that? Or if you have any tips or advice, because I know this is something that comes up, whether it's the male, the female, whoever else in the relationship is like, hey, I want to pursue this. And maybe their significant other is like supportive, but not in the same, not in the same headspace. Yeah. Um. So kind of taking it back to when I very first started all of this and was really like had the larger chunk of weight loss by default, because I was like, okay, we're not going out to eat every day. I pulled back on drinking. That didn't necessarily mean that he did, but by default of just changing our food choices solely in the house, he ended up losing like 45 pounds <laughs> simply from that. Like wow. he didn't change anything else within his life, like nothing. Um, but I, and I have to say, because I know that not everybody is the same, but like Cody is very supportive. He's like, this is what you want to do. Like you do you that like, that's cool. And it's never been. And I think this is where sometimes people get caught up in it when it comes to a significant other or a friend or something of like, well, I want them to be healthier. And it's like, well, if that's not something that they want, you can't force that on them. All I can do is do me and you and it's kind of like coming back to like when you, your kids are seeing, and they're kind of like replicating that behavior, it's be the example and things will follow, right? Like I'm changing that we're eating out four to five times a week and cooking now most of our food at home. So like by default, he's also eating at home, which makes a huge difference. I'm now prioritizing lots of vegetables and lots of protein. So by default, that's what's in the house. And that's not to say that he can't have whatever he wants in the house, because he's an adult, he can do whatever he wants. Um, but it's also like, we have our own things, right? Like I'm like, Hey, I'm going to go to the gym. He's like, great. I'm going to go surf. Like, and I think for me and our relationship, like it's important to have those two, like it's, we have so much together, but it's important to have that time apart too, of like, this is what I enjoy to make me healthy. Surfing is what he enjoys to do his thing and to move his body. And that's his love. And I think that that's totally fine. So we have this aspect of being healthy, but in different ways that work for us. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love that. Um, it's, there's two things that come up often that I wanted to touch on. And one is 
if that's not a case for epigenetics, I don't know what is changing your environment. <laughs> a lot of people, and I'm sure you've encountered this with clients too. It's like, they come and they're like, I don't know. I feel like I'm just like stuck. I'm, I'm postpartum. I'm menopausal. I'm, this is my genetics. I have this little thyroid and I'm like, girl, I got all that too, you know? And so it's, it's really understanding the difference between genetics and epigenetics and the power of changing your environment. And the so, other thing, like you said, when it comes to lead by example, and that's mm-hmm. one of our core values at TCM, like lead by example. And that's so empowering. And it honestly will enhance your own journey when you are aware that others are, especially those that you love, your significant other, whoever, that they're watching, they're listening, mm-hmm. they're taking an accuse. So if you're like, oh, I can't, yeah, I can't have that. And you're like, what was me? And like, just miserable and feeling this level of restriction. And it's coming from play of like, I'm so disgusting. I hate my body. I need to lose weight right now. They're going to look at you and be like, why would you do that? Miserable. Like that. 100%. Yeah. Like they're gonna be like, why? And this is when too, I find a lot of people like their family will like be food pushers more so because mm-hmm. like you're always complaining and they're like, damn, stop bitching. Like really yeah. just eat it. Just, they're like, eat it. Apparently it's what you want. And they just want to see you happy. But I know like I've talked to so many women about this after it, it generally takes some consistency. Like after a couple of months, they see, they see you leading by example. They see you changing. They see that you're happier. They see that you have more energy. They see that you're healthier. And they're like, Hmm, maybe I want to give this a try or at least just, you know, dabble into it a little bit more. So mm-hmm. those, it's really cool that you experienced both of those. And I think those are two really common areas that come up with that. hundred percent. Yeah. So Now, um, as we begin to kind of like wrap up one thing, another core value we have along with leading by example is we're just ordinary people. As you said, like, you were like, I'm as normal as they come. I think, you know, we all have that element of like sitting in a room together and being like, I mean, we're cool. We are (laughs) like, no one's really that special or like genetically elite. Like, I think a lot of us have stories of whether we tried to build muscle our whole life and we weren't, or we were overweight. I mean, there was a point where I was almost like 200 pounds and just different variables and things that come in. And it's like, but we all are living this extraordinary life. Like you were saying, like, I, I, this is, this is me. Like, I'm, I'm happy. I'm fulfilled. I'm enjoying every day. Like I'm one of those people that likes going to the gym. Like (laughs) whatever it is, like that transition happened. So if someone feels like they're just ordinary and maybe that ordinary feeling is holding them back, they're like, yeah, good for Arielle and Ashley, but like, uh, that's not me. I can't do that. I can't make that work. What advice would you give from them? Like how, how do we become this 2.0 version of ourselves? Yeah. Well, I would say first, like if you're in that headspace of like, well, that's not me. My first question would be, why not? If it's something that you want, why not you? Because I think so many times we get stuck in our heads before we even allow ourselves to try, before we even allow ourselves to imagine what's possible. We're like, well, that's not me. Why? Why not you? If me and you can do it, if every other coach on the team who is just normal as can be can do it, why can't you do it? But I think a lot of it comes down to like when you want to become this extraordinary version of yourself, like it's a taking radical self-responsibility for where you're currently at Mm. and B deciding who it is that you actually want to be. Like, who do you want to be and how can you take one step to get there? Because it's not going to happen overnight. I've been on this journey for years. 
for years. And it's, there have been a lot of different levels. There have been a lot of different versions of myself along the way. And I'm sure that there is a lot more to come. I have not reached my ceiling yet. I will continue to grow. And I think that that's something that people forget is that you're not stuck in who you are. You're able to become whoever it is that you want to be if you're willing to put in the work. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That was mic drop. That was so beautiful. <laughs> I think it's, it's like you said, who do you want to be and why not? Because when we look at like our psychological needs, like just our needs as a whole, right? Like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. It's like, okay, we all need this basic foundational of like our survival needs. And then we all need love and belonging, but to get to the pinnacle where we feel that 2.0 version, when we feel that like fulfillment in our life, right? It, it takes, it takes setting goals and pursuing mm -hmm. that and embodying that. And I, I, oh, it makes my, like, it makes me a little crazy when people feel like they're stuck because there's a line in the, in our needs where it's, there's deficit needs and there's growth needs. And when we stop at like acceptance, like that's our ceiling acceptance. Like this is the cards I was dealt in life. This is how it works out. This is what happened with my mom and dad. This is what life looks like. There's a sense of just almost apathy. Mm -hmm. And there's honestly in research, a lot of correlation between poor mental health, depression, things like that. When you just stay stuck in depression or depression, you just stay stuck in um, acceptance. Like mm -hmm. I can't change, but taking that leap, like you said, putting yourself out there, declaring this is who I want to be enlisting others on your journey. Like that's a huge part of having a coach as well. Like just having someone else believe in you, having someone 100%. else hold you, like there's the accountability and there's the tools and the resources, but having a true genuine human connection with someone who really believes in you, who's walked it, who can lead by example, who can show you that you can have an extraordinary life is one of the most empowering things that anyone can do. So I love that advice. That was so, so great. Um, I'm so glad that you're able to come on and everyone can get to know you a little bit better. If anyone is interesting, interested in coaching, they can, you guys can fill out the link in the description box below and hop on a free um, call, a free 30 minute call. Like there's literally no obligation, nothing. Um, we would love to chat with you and just help you navigate no matter what it is that you're going through. So Go ahead and check that out if you're interested. Um, I hope everyone has a great rest of their day. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Ashley, for coming on. And we will see you guys next time. Bye.